What's up, everyone? This is Trey Van Camp, and you are listening to the Ministry Podcast. How did Paul respond the way he did? How was he able to take these relationships, invest in them, even though they backstabbed them, but still keep forward and still investing in Timothy? I'm so glad you asked that. Okay, look, Paul here is clearly hurt. He's feeling the pain of betrayal. I can... Can we, just, can we just say that real quick? Christians don't deny pain, right? Like as a pastor, like the worst thing for me to do is when you're hurting is be like, you're a Christian, you, you shouldn't be feeling that. No, he's feeling the pain of betrayal and he's letting people know about it. He's being vulnerable. But also we clearly see Paul is not falling apart. He's hurt, but he's not sunk. I love that. Let, let's look at 2 Timothy 4 verse 16. Verse 16 says, At my first defense, no one stood by me, but everyone deserted me. That's, he's mentioned deserted, like I'm hungry for dessert now. He said it constantly, all right? May it not be counted against them. How does he do that? Everyone left me, but God, I pray that you won't count it against them. I pray that you'd love them. Just how Jesus on the cross, right? Forgive them for they know not what they do. I cannot figure out, as I was studying this week, how can Paul really mean that? Because I've learned Christianese. I could tell people, oh, forgive you. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, God's going to kill you. You know, like, you know, it's just, but I really believe Paul is truly believing, look, God, I don't want this to be counted against them. How does Paul have that? How can he respond differently? Verse 17 gives us the answer. It says, but the Lord stood with me and strengthened me. I love that. In other words, God doesn't just stand by us, but if you look at strengthened, that Greek word, it means to nurse and to bind your wounds. In other words, God isn't just here for you. I'm by your side, buddy. I'm watching. He's literally like a nurse where he's binding your heart and he's healing you. He says, look, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me so that I might fully preach the word and all the Gentiles might hear it. In other words, I'm still going to the hardest parts where nobody's heard of Jesus, and I'm going to keep pressing on. I'm going to keep investing in people. Why? Because the people need to hear about this good Jesus. And I love this phrase, so I was rescued from the lion's mouth. Here's my last point, and we're done. Guys, the Christian life isn't free from suffering, but it's free from sinking. When you think that through, the Christian life is not free from suffering. One of the biggest ways we will be hurt, I've recognized the life that I've decided to live being a pastor, I will constantly have people in my life who I've poured my life out to, who I've prayed for, who I have woken up at 2 a.m. for, all these things, and those same people will be the people who will turn away from me and think nothing of it. That's hard. That's really tough. I was an umpire when I was 16. I had some people say some rude stuff to me. But I slept well at night because I had no relationship with them, right? And they were dumb. But, but certain people that I poured my life into, that, there's, it's hard to think of something in life that's more hurtful than that. I know I just thought of like 18 of them, but still. Guys, this is one of the biggest ways. But look, the Christian life, Paul's laying, using his experience to set forth our expectations. We cannot think that the Christian life is free from suffering, but we also cannot think that the Christian life means that you will sink. I love the fact that the gospel of Jesus Christ, there's a big word here, gives us buoyancy. You know what that is? Like, like when we go surfing out at the lake, you try to hold that thing down, but what happens when you let go? It launches back up. 
the gospel of Jesus, guys, there's times in our lives where it feels like someone is pressing us down, but eventually they have to let go. And what does the gospel do? It brings us right back up. There is suffering. We are put under, because here's why. This is why we go through pain, because guess what? God has called us to be vulnerable. The very thing, look, for us to make a difference, for me to make a difference in your life, I have to be vulnerable. But that also means I'm setting myself up to where you can either hurt me or extremely help me. It's up to you. But we're putting ourselves out there. How come? Because it's the only way to make a difference. And not only that, but I think we suffer because we hope for sustainability. In our relationships, it hurts because every time we meet somebody, we want it to sustain through our life because we genuinely love them and we want to make a difference in our life. But people will let you down. There are certain seasons. But here's the good news that we have. How are we free from sinking? How are we free from those relationships at the end of the day we can still say may not be counted against them. I still love them. I will care for them. I'm not going to start trash talking them. In fact, I'm going to be honest with what happened, but I'm going to pray for them. How is that possible? Guys, we are free from sinking because Jesus is the one that ultimately became vulnerable so that you and I can have value. Jesus became vulnerable. He's on the throne, right? But he came down as man ultimately vulnerable to the point where he was willing to die on the cross. Why? So you and I can have value. And how come we don't sink? Because Jesus, all eternal king, came down to this earth to become seasonal. He died. The God-man. How come? So that you and I can be sustainable and be in heaven with him for eternity. With us knowing that, there's suffering, but there's no sinking. Because at the end of the day, I have a God who is for me. I have a God who will never leave me nor forsake me. And so now I realize that relationships, they're meant to get so much joy out of. They're meant for me to pour out so much too. But at the end of the day, God is the one who gives me my comfort. God is the one who gives me my satisfaction. God is the one who's everlasting. God is my ultimate hope. I do not put my hope in you but I give my best to you. But my hope, my eternal security is found in him. Guys, when we realize that, and that is the gospel of Jesus filling up our hearts, we literally are unsinkable.